It's been a little bit. I apologize for that, having some technical malfunctions last week. So neither Sports the Show nor the Motorsports segments of Motorsports the Show were able to be recorded last week. I apologize about that. But there was positive there. That does mean we have two weeks of results to talk to you about and two weeks of show. So it won't be a 15-minute episode. It'll probably be more close to 20 to 25 minutes. So you get extra time to listen to my beautiful voice. You're welcome. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. We begin with results from the past two weeks. First, the Roval in beautiful Charlotte at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, There were two Roval races, one Xfinity, one Cup race. Well, the Xfinity race was a very wet one. It was pouring, pouring down rain. And for some reason, people were like, yes, I love rain racing. But when it comes... Earlier in the year, everyone complained about it, so uh, I don't know. Anyway, A.J. Allmendinger won the 68-lap drive for the Cure 250 at the Charlotte Roval. The race, as I said, was in the rain. Stage winners, Kaz Grala, who drove for Austin Dillon earlier this year when he was out with COVID, won stage number one. Chase Briscoe wins stage number two. Chase led 23 out of 68 laps, which was the most there were 10 cautions, 14 lead changes there. For the cup race of Roval, we went from a Saturday race to a Sunday afternoon race. It was the Roval Cup race. It was the final race before the round of eight began for the NASCAR playoffs. Chase Elliott won his fourth straight road course race after winning the 101, excuse me, 109-lap Bank of America Roval 400 at the Roval in Charlotte. Stage winners, Ty Dillon won stage number one. Ryan Blaney, eliminated from the playoffs earlier, won stage number two. Chase Elliott and William Byron both led 27 laps each, the most laps total. Nine cautions, 17 lead changes in that race. Kyle Busch, Clint Boyer, Austin Dillon, Eric Almarola eliminated from the playoffs. So disappointing, disappointing news there. I was rooting for Clint. I really was. and wanted him, you know, as he's retiring, to get a victory. He was not able to do it. Well, some big news for 2021, at least. Kyle Larson, the former Chip Ganassi racer, applied for reinstatement Friday, October 16th, was officially reinstated October 19th. Kyle was suspended April 13th after saying a racial slur on a live open mic during an iRacing live stream back in April. He comp- he completed sensitivity training back in May. So after June, excuse me, January 1st, 2021, Kyle can officially be reinstated 
and actually get to drive a car for 2021. So we got to wait till uh, 2021 to see where he will drive. We now move to the ARCA Championship race at Kansas Speedway. It was 100 laps, Speediatrics 150. It was the ARCA Championship race. The winner was Corey Heim. Corey led 82 out of 100 laps, the most laps total. With that race, the 2020 champion, Brett Holmes. He only won one race, but actually had, I believe, 14 top fives. And like 19 or 18 top tens. So pretty dominant season for Brett Holmes. Uh, He didn't get all the victories that he wanted, but he gets to have that ARCA Series championship. So congrats to Corey. Two cautions, two lead changes there. Then we move to the uh, NASCAR part. Now, I guess ARCA is somewhat hand-in-hand with NASCAR. I'm not really sure. Don't get, don't quote me on that. Anyway, we go to the Kansas truck race. Brett Moffitt won his first race of the year, winning the 139-lap Clean Harvest 250 at Kansas Speedway. Sheldon led 61. Sheldon Creed, his teammate, led 61 out of 139 laps, which was the most laps led, and won stages one and two. So, um, just I didn't watch the way race. I apologize for that. But just looking at the box score, it seemed like Sheldon was pretty dominant throughout the events. But which Brett Moffat just gets the one lucky strike and gets a win. So, due to Brett Moffat winning. He has now clinched the final four-player spot for the Truck Series. So congrats to Brett with that. Four cautions, 13 D changes in that Kansas truck race. We now move to Xfinity Series. Chase Briscoe won his ninth race of the year, winning the 200-lap Kansas Lottery 300 at Kansas Speedway. Chase at 159 of 200 laps and won stages one and two. With 28 to go, Anthony Alfredo hit the wall hard. Managed to land on his roof, causing a red flag. Scary crash there. That just proves how safe it was. Anthony was able to walk on his own power. There were 10 cautions and 10 lead changes there. Chase Briscoe, with his win, advances to the final four. The Xfinity playoffs. For the Cup Series, Joey Lugano got his third win of the year after the restart. Uh, The restart, of course, of NASCAR. They got about four races. Then we had the coronavirus shut everything down. And then Joey Logano didn't win any races at all during the remaining regular season or any other playoff races except for the Kansas Speedway's own Hollywood Casino 400. So congrats to Joey getting his third win. But the one that counts, he now makes it to the final four with that victory. Kevin Harvick led 85 out of 267 laps, the most laps led. Chase Elliott, the fan favorite for some reason, won stage number one. Denny Hamlin won stage number two. Before the race, Martin Tricks Jr. failed pre-race inspection and had to start at the rear. Very difficult for Martin there. Six cautions, 17 lead changes in that race. We now have some off-season news. Chase Briscoe is officially going to replace Clint Boyer as the number 14 driver for Stuart Stuart Haas Racing next year. 
So congratulations to Chase getting the cup ride. He fully deserves it, especially after this year winning nine races. And they still aren't even done yet. Three races remain for the Xfinity Series. So he has a chance of possibly winning a total of 12 races, which is crazy. He's putting Kevin Harvick like numbers, but I don't think even Kevin has that many cup race wins. This proves how dominant Chase Briscoe is. So he definitely earned that cup ride. Eric Jones is the new number 43 driver for Richard Petty Motorsports. He used to be on Joe Gibbs Racing, but he was moved to Richard Petty Motorsports after... Well, he's actually picked up by Richard Petty Motorsports after Stuart Haas Race... Not Stuart Hunt Racing, rather. Joe Gibbs Racing let him go. So congrats to Eric Jones, the new number 43 driver. The original number 43 driver... Bubba Wallace is officially now set to drive the number 23 car for 2311 Racing Team. That's the team that is owned by Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin is there as well. So congratulations to Bubba Wallace getting that new car. And I guarantee you this, I'd be, yes, I guarantee you this, it will be sponsored by Air Jordan. If I don't see the Jumpman logo, on the like hood of that NASCAR, I'll be very, very disappointed. Here are the upcoming races for NASCAR. They're all going to be at Texas Motor Speedway in the great state of Texas, Saturday, October 24th at 4.30, the Xfinity Cars race on PRN and then on NBCSN, which is going to be a very exciting race there. Sunday, October 25th. Well, it's the Truck Series. They race at noon on FS1 and MRN, the official homes of the NASCAR Truck Series. And then we have the Cup Race. 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. NBCSN is the television channel. The PRN is the radio network that is of course the performance racing network not only do we have the nascar cup series truck series and xfinity series but it's the indycar championship weekend the firestone grand prix of st petersburg in st petersburg florida at the street course the race that was supposed to open the 2020 season unable to happen and is now the championship race It is October 25th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC for television viewers. For radio listeners, it's on the Pennzoil IndyCar Radio Network with Mark Jaynes and the crew there. No one will be missing. Jake Query unable to be a part of the race. Uh, He had a heart attack, and I wish the best for uh, Jake as he recovers. But uh, I, if I, if that was me, I would definitely not be able to call a race after just having an advertise—excuse me, rather a heart attack. Well, there you go. There's this week's edition of Motorsports the Show. I thought it'd be longer than it was, but it looks like it wasn't. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week, where we will have an IndyCar champion crowned. By the way, I didn't tell you who the two uh, contenders for the championship are, and I apologize. Scott Dixon has a 32-point lead 
Open number two, Joseph Newgarden. What this comes down to, I feel, is if Joseph Newgarden wins and Scott Dixon has a horrible race and is like below maybe even 15th place, Joseph gets the win. But realistically, if Scott Dixon is in the top 10, Scott Dixon will be get, get his sixth IndyCar championship. So my prediction, Scott Dixon, I just don't feel like Joseph will have enough luck to beat Scott. Well, there you go. We are done. See you guys next week.